Welcome to the Diarville Warriors postgame show on the Talking Ball Y'all podcast. My name is Jeremy Forehand, and with me is Kevin Roberts and Matt Black. Uh, here recapping the Warriors' 41-14 victory over the St. Stanislaus Rockachos. Uh, Kevin, what are your thoughts at the finale here in the game? Well, what I saw, I saw uh, two teams making your first uh, first of the year mistakes. You know, and, and you expect all of them. Uh, the Iberville had a couple. Uh, they had a false start. They had an illegal motion. Illegal motion. They had two personal fouls, which kind of surprised me. But uh, you know, you, you can't have those kinds of mistakes in a game. The end. What I, what I said earlier in our broadcast. It's uh, it, it boiled down to the Iberville. To me, they were not the bigger team, but they were the more physical team, and they did look to be the the uh, better conditioned team. And it, it was like a boxing match. And, you know, you had the heavy puncher in Stanislaw with a, a, a big, heavy offense that, uh, you know, they showed their, on their one scoring drive, it was a one-play drive. It was a 91-yard uh, 90, uh, pass, a uh, nice little post over the middle. But uh, so they were, they were trying to – they had a good quarterback. They had good receivers, big size receivers. But the Iverville came in there, and they were that, they were that body puncher. And uh, just kind of what you expect from the Iberville. They have a, a good group of running backs. No one just stands out as a, a superstar or a Hall of Famer, but you have a bunch of good, solid running backs with good, solid blockers in front of them. And, and they just fired off and, and uh, hit Stanislaw in the mouth and, and ran right at them. So to me, that was the difference. And it really boiled down to conditioning and physicality. Yeah, the Warriors ran for one, two, three, four, five, six rushing touchdowns. Uh, had two guys with two touchdowns each. That's Zion Aram and uh, Caleb Booker. Uh, I think the Warriors defense played an excellent second half. They, they had a little pressure on the quarterback, which was lacking in the first half. And uh, just overall got after it. They had a, a fumble to turn one drive around and give us a deep possession. And they also had a, a great interception there. Uh, give us a few stats there, Matt, on the Warrior offense. Uh, Warriors had 510 yards on the ground, 87 yards in the air. Uh, all unofficial, folks. All yeah, unofficial. These are these are unofficial. These are unofficial. They're ours. They're official, man. Uh, Say your stats. Be, don't be scared. Uh, two had two interceptions, forced fumble, uh, had one sack. Uh, of course, Stanislaus had had a strip sack, turned into a touchdown, and then um, and of course they had a 90-yard touchdown bomb. Which was the majority of their offense really was on that one play. And they had 180 official, unofficial, 181 yards passing and 35 rushing yards. And those, most of those were in the uh, second half. The game, to me, the game was won on the line of scrimmage. Yeah, the you know the Warrior offensive line was not you know blowing them off the line per se, but they were doing their jobs in order to get the running backs holes to navigate, matriculate down the field. Well, they're 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 getting hat in hands, and when you get a hat in hand, you get a, you get a body on a uh, on a defender, then it's hard for that kid to get off and make plays, and and that's just yeah, that's just good offense. That's what they did. We got. We got more bodies in their way, so their defenders couldn't get to the ball carrier, and that's that's been a staple yeah. of Diarville's offense for years. And you know, we, we talked about it in our pregame show that uh, you know we didn't know what to expect out of either team, you know. And Coach Ladner emphasized in his in his media pre, during the preseason that he wanted a Diarville team that 
ran the ball and played good defense. Now, the defense first half, they, they struggled in the pass game a little bit, but otherwise, I think overall they played an excellent game. Considering this is the first game of the season, you got to be happy with it. Warriors had, we have zero turnovers. Uh, no, we have one. One, one yeah, turnover. The, the strip sack, yeah. And, and St. Stanislaus had at least two that I'm aware of that yeah, I remember. Yeah, they, so, they threw two interceptions. Over, overall, it was a great, great game. Uh, like I said, final score here at Buddy Singleton Field at Warriors Stadium, 41-14. to The uh, Warriors over St. Stanislaus Rocket Uh Stay tuned for some commercials. Uh, we've got a few interviews coming up with, with a couple players and Coach Ladner. Uh, stay tuned, folks. If you're looking for that special bottle of wine for that romantic dinner, all the ingredients to make cocktails for the best party ever, or just want something cold to drink during tailgating and football season, stop by Dane's Liquor and Wines. They have many selections of fine wines and spirits, and they're located at 10394 the Iberville Boulevard, Suite 8, or give them a call at 228-207-0528. Wetman Security Service has been serving Mississippi and Lower Alabama for more than 45 years. Sweatman Security's mission is to enhance the success of all their clients by providing superior security with the highest degree of integrity and responsiveness. Sweatman Security strives to be the best in every aspect of their business by fostering a culture of trust, teamwork, responsibility, and high expectations. For all your security needs, call Sweatman Security Service at 228 228- 374-4528 or stop by their location at 180 Delaney Street, Biloxi. Alright guys, checking back in with Marquise Washington and Marcus Washington. Yeah, the names sound close, but it's two set of brothers here on the Warriors defense. Uh, Marquise is a 11th junior, defensive back, number 21. Marcus is a senior defensive back, number 23. Guys, I saw it on the roster. I saw two names similar to the same. Only thing I wanted to check, make sure if y'all was twins, which obviously y'all ain't. But how did y'all feel going into the game, and how did the plan play out? Uh, we'll start. One of y'all jump in. Um, uh, at the beginning, it was a little rocky, but we picked it up in the second quarter. Uh, shout out to my D-line. Love them. Shout out to the other DBs and the linebackers. Yeah, y'all play. You know, y'all were all over the ball. Defense definitely struggled a little bit in the first half. You know, couldn't get a couldn't get a good rush on the quarterback. He had time to throw. Put y'all DBs out on the island. But second half, totally different show. Made a few adjustments. Uh, how, what do you feel helped out in the second half? You know, to to uh, move forward like we did. Adjusting uh, our D line, adjusting, and then realizing that we are more athletic than them, and we could sit on their passes. Yeah, I mean, y'all were all over the ball. Like I said, multiple tackles. One of y'all have a pick or no? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so there you go. That was – now, you. which one? Marcus. Marcus had the pick. There we go. Marcus had the pick, not Marquise. Get it right, folks. Uh, so that's number 21, number 23. Y'all pay attention to them. Two to watch on the Warriors' defense. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Commitment to community is a core value at High Tide Plumbing, LLC. 
Travis Curtis, owner and master plumber, is a proud alum of the Iberville High School and the Warrior football program. Travis is honored to give back to the community that gave him so much growing up. Call High Tide Plumbing at 601-466-9904 today to talk to a plumbing technician about your upcoming project. High Tide Plumbing, LLC, a proud community sponsor of the Iberville football. Go Warriors! All right, we're checking in here with Zion Abraham after the uh, Warriors' victory over St. Stanislaus. Uh, he's number 18, senior running back. Um, how'd you, how did it feel that first game, getting under your belt? Um, def, good effort on all around on everybody. Uh, I feel like first game, everybody did their job, and we executed correctly how we did in practice. You know, it, Zion had nine carries, 65 yards, two touchdowns, two big touchdowns to get us started. Uh, 59-yard TD run in the first first quarter, and then a one-yard TD run in the second quarter. Uh, he also had a catch for 32 yards. I know y'all had a lot of folks running the ball, but you seem to be the one leading the way. Is that what your plan was going into this? Is that how coach has been leaning on you? Yes, sir. He, he wants me to be the leader of the team, so that's what I depend on myself to be. You know, we talked about it before the season started. Number 18 is a special number. Yes, sir. And uh, I'm sure you're doing the right thing, leading it the way you're leading. Uh, do you think? Do you see anything that you can improve on between week one and week two going forward? Really taking care of my body more and just getting my teammates to work harder. Why don't you give a shout-out to your linemen? Oh, yeah. Uh, shout-out to my linemen. They did their thing tonight, blocking. That's number 18, Zion Abraham. Great game night and Warriors victory over St. Stanislaus. Thank you. Before next week's game, go buy Quave Brothers Po'boys and get yourself a pot roast and gravy po'boy or a good old shrimp po'boy dressed and pressed. Whatever you're quaving. Quave Brothers will take care of you. They are located at 10271 D'Auberville Boulevard or give them a call at 228 392 8683 to place your order today. All right, guys, checking in here with Coach Josh Ladner after the, tonight's week one uh, victory here. Coach, uh, first game for a lot of folks, including yourself as a head coach. Uh, how do you think everything went? Um, you know, was just proud of getting a win. You know, uh, we, we want to definitely get that one under our belt, that first victory. And, um, thought thought Stanislaus played really tough. Um, big team, a lot of potential there. Um, I was most proud of the facing the adversity that we saw in the first quarter, first drive. We drove down, and, um, you know, me trying to slip in a pass and play. Uh, you know, we we uh, fumbled it, and they come back and scoop it up and score. And probably should have just kept running the ball, but. Uh, you know, ended up uh, down seven nothing when we should have been up seven nothing. And but uh, you know, and as a coach, you never really know how your team's going to respond. But I thought they, I thought they responded very well. You know, and then it being fourteen to seven at halftime, um, and then coming out and uh, really just you know we say take them to the deep end, and, and we did that. You know, they were um, they were tired. We made them tired, and it kind of beat them down slowly. So. Um, as far as all that goes, as far as setting the goal of winning and and um, and in the way that we won, I'm very proud of our guys. Yeah, that's one of the one things I wrote down. I, I noticed 
the tempo of the offense to start and continue throughout the game. You know, not a whole lot of time at the line. We're running on to the next play, and on that, you know, does that play into the uh, factor what end up coming into play at the end with the, you know, the, the cramps and the tiredness on the, the opposing team? Yeah, so we, that's our game plan. I mean, it always, you know, it, it's been that way at Diablo for the last three years, and, and uh, I, I definitely didn't want that to change. I knew uh, that was one thing that we were def we were going to hold on to. And uh, these kids, you can, you can definitely tell that our our team had a better summer, you know, yeah. than, than the other team. Yeah, you know, definitely. Um, our kids showed up consistent. They worked hard, and um, and we were in better shape. And so, and it really showed itself. But that's always that it, that was absolutely the game plan, and, and it's always going to be. And the running game, uh, ain't much else you can say about, but how good the running game was tonight. Man, we rushed for uh, 523 yards. Um, I, I challenged them. I, I said I wanted to rush for 600, you know, and uh, they got pretty darn close. And, and it was a lot of different guys that carried the ball. That's the thing that kind of stands out here, too. I, had, I think we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different rushers. Um, and um, two of them over 100 yards. Um, you know, a third one at 65. And so I, I was, you know, that right there is, uh, is what, that's the way you want it. You know, yeah. you, you want you want your guy, you want spread out. You don't want anybody to be able to kill on one guy. So, very pleased with that. You also got to be happy with the, you know, we we got a we got a score from Stanislaus at six fifty in the second quarter, or in the first quarter, I should say. And ever from that point on, we outscored him thirty four to zero. Yeah, that's that's how that's that's the response, you know, and our. And then our defense putting up a, a second half shutout. I think we had two picks in the seventh, second half, and so uh, you know, yeah, man. I mean, you know, you you never you. I know, I knew we had good character, and I knew we had resiliency because I've seen these kids play and I've seen these kids practice. But you know, you never know until it actually happens. Yeah. You know, and that's when you find out. But man, they they did exactly what I I thought they would do, and uh, they made me very proud in that moment. They. You know, because it's easy as a defense to hang your head. Oh, you know, here we go. We started seven nothing. We haven't even touched the field. You know, but they didn't do that. Yeah, know? I know. I know it's the little things, but you know, you you notice stuff on the sidelines that changed a little bit different. You know, I was talking to George, and he brought up about, you know, when he's doing the stats there, and he talked about how none of the kids were encroaching on the, you know, the middle of the sideline. They all stayed back. They all did their jobs. Yeah, and uh, just. Like I said, it's the little things, but it's things that you can definitely see a difference in what you've done to them and with them. Thank you. And, uh, you know, everybody's watching. We're all proud of you. We're happy with how the first game went. Thank you, Jerry. You know, we're just going to move on to the next one. That's right. And so, uh, you know, hopefully it, it continues. I, I, You know, I was telling some of my coaches that, you know, I was more – you know, because these kids, none of they really don't have experience. You know, many of them have never. This is their first start. Yeah. You know, uh, except for one. You know, it was their very first start for Diablo, and uh, and and you know, going into it, you think, well, there's going to be some jitters. You know, those kids are probably going to drop some balls. They're probably going to fumble and yeah. did. And, and I kind of challenged my coaching staff and really myself too, because I'm probably the worst. But let's let's coach them from the positive side. You know, and let's. Because no matter how bad it is or how good it is, our potential is high yeah. for the season to be better as the season goes along. And we just got to keep them, you know, and don't let them, 
get down on themselves, don't let them quit, we don't lose the team, yeah. you know, per se. So, um, but no, I mean, you know, just, um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I didn't. I definitely didn't expect it to be that big of a blowout. But looking back on it, it probably should have been. Probably should have been a little more. Yeah, know, I mean, really you have a you got a scoop and score. Yeah. If not for that, you only you got seven points on the board. Yeah. On a long touchdown pass. Yeah. That's two, it. Two big plays right there, and, and, and it's forty-one nothing. But, but I, I see right here, our third quarter was was uh, was pivotal. We scored twenty-one in yep. the third, so we came out from halftime and really responded there in the third. Yeah, and, you got your. You that. got your uh, fumble to start and scored off of that drive. Then you had your interception and scored off that drive. Yeah. Back-to-back possessions to start the third. Yeah, so that, that was the big one. That was the big one. What do you need to improve on between week one and week two? Uh, other than the obvious uh, personal foul penalties and a few things like that, the, un- the uncharacteristic type stuff. You know, the personal fouls were like uh, effort stuff, though. Yeah. It was on the punt. They were uh, trying to block for the, yeah. bro- you know, the blind side block. Which yeah. Is, you know, it's hard to coach that. You yeah. Because it's like, man, what do you do? But uh, so the, I'm not that mad about that. The holding penalties, we got to do better there. Uh, we lost two touchdowns from holding. Yeah. You know, and that, that's another one. Um, so that that's disheartening. Um, I'd say the biggest thing that we need to work on is um, – Man, the cramping, I don't like that. I think we need to take – and I know we're in shape. We run a lot. I think we need to we need to take care of our bodies a little bit. Yeah. You know, we preach it, we preach it, we preach it. Hopefully they learned it tonight. And um, and because, you know, that will lose your ball games um, against against really good teams, you know, if, if we're doing that late in the ball game, can't do that. So that's one thing. And I think we just need to get sharper, you know, keep getting better. You know, again, like I said, they're young, they're, they're inexperienced. But uh, – um, just got to keep keep going. I'm pleased with the first game. Uh, Can you uh, give me a couple guys, spotlight a couple guys that you felt did a, a an excellent player of the game type job? You know, I thought uh, I thought Kevin had a phenomenal game. Kevin Rogers played both sides of the ball and all special teams. So he's our one guy that's like the two way person. But man, he hasn't missed a game. He hasn't missed a practice. Hasn't missed a uh, summer workout. And uh, I knew he could handle it physically. But I see right here that he touched the ball five times and went 141. So he averaged almost 30 yards of carry, which is insane. So I think hats off to him. And then Booker, my fullback, you know, 18 carries for 134 at 7.4 yards per carry. Um, and uh, and honestly, I'm, I'm and I, I I do have to have one story I got to tell. But London Adams is one of those kids that is so selfless. You know, at the end of the game, I was up. I was running and I was trying to give the ball to him there at the end and uh, and he he asked if if I if he could switch sides with uh with one of our JV guys so that he could get a carry and he said coach I'll block for him and I said I said okay London but you know that's the kind of my best players are the best people yeah and that that is probably what I'm most proud of um, right there so but but I you know the three big ones I guess that will pop out are, are Kevin Zai and um, and Booker. Back, so. Yeah, Booker had a few runs, uh, very yeah. reminiscent of uh, old number nine from last season. Yeah, he's hard to tackle, man. You know, he, he yeah. looked very Dre Lenore type uh, yeah. running there. Yeah. So, and he's only a junior, so Kevin Rogers is junior, no five. So well, got got a good crop of young guys coming. So. Well, hopefully they continue to improve, coach, and yes, uh, we get better a day at a time. And yes, looking forward to next week against Laurel. Yes, sir. Thank Appreciate you. it, coach. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you, bud. Yes, sir.
Hey, did you know that Mississippi Coast Auto Brokers is the fastest growing dealership on the coast? They have been serving the Gulf Coast for almost a decade with quality pre-owned vehicles. Their customer service starts when you drive into the lot and continues long after the sale is final. They have financing options that are guaranteed to get you into a vehicle that fits your needs and a price that fits your budget. They have two locations to serve you at 10276 Rodriguez Street in D'Iberville. And that phone number is 228-641-4798. Also, 11477 Highway 49 in Gulfport. And that phone number is 228-875-5556. Just remember, good credit, bad credit, or funky credit, you're always approved at Mississippi Coast Auto Brokers. Welcome back to the Diablo Warriors postgame mm-hmm. podcast here on Top and Ball, y'all. Uh, next week, guys, the Laurel Golden Tornadoes are coming to town. You know, this is a old history uh, rivalry. We hadn't played too many games with them, but this they, they ruined the season of a of a, a great team back in the 80s, and it lives with a bunch of old-timers and us young folks because it was there to see it. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a new challenge. Same as uh, this week. I don't know what to expect. You know, I don't know what Laurel has. I know they got some athletes, got some, uh, you know, history. The hicks between the bricks is what everybody would call them. So what are y'all thinking we got to improve on between week one and week two there for when the golden tornadoes come down? Well, de- depending on what Laurel wants to do, I don't know if they want to throw it or run it, but they got two offensive linemen. They're pretty heavily recruited. Um, uh, Malik Ellis, 6'5", 245-pound offensive tackle. Malachi Breeland, 6'3", 340-pound offensive lineman. He's committed to Memphis. Um, it's going to be interesting. Should be a good squad. Should yeah, be a good squad. This is, this is the 5A team that lost to Picayune in the South State Finals last year. So... They have a, a really good team. I would expect them to be much of the same. You know, uh, it's going to be another interesting Friday night at Warrior Stadium here. Um, I always look forward to it. I know you two do as well. Uh, I, I like this adventure that we're doing called the Talking Ball Y'all podcast. So hopefully everything comes out and goes the way we want. So. Well, you know, the way I look at it, anytime you, you get a team, Laurel's one of those programs that everybody around the state knows. They, they, they've they heard of them. They're, story program. They're known. They're, they're story, story yeah. Um, and, and well, the Iberville's kind of got a little bit of that reputation, too. We, we've mm-hmm. won a state title. We've played for state titles. And, um, and we've played in a lot of playoff games. We've lost six games in three years. That's a big deal. Uh, not many not many places can say that. So, so it's going to be a big game. A lot of eyes are going to be on it. So, you got to covet to be mm-hmm. in the position mm-hmm. that we're in with that against a team like that. Mm-hmm. You want to be against people like that. You want to be in those kinds of situations. Um, but it's tough to be in that kind of situation because Laura can play ball. They they generally they're going to put some people out there mm-hmm. that can uh, that can get the job done. And um, you know it, it's it's going to be a test. It's going to be nothing against. Nothing against St. Stanislaw that we played tonight. They're a good opponent. They're a story program themselves, but they're not the Laurel Golden Tornadoes. Uh, it's going to be a bigger test. It's going to be a different kind of test. It's going to be a different kind of offense. It's going to be a different kind of athlete. 
and it's probably going to be a little bit deeper program over there. Also, they're going to be coming into their second game, so they're not going to be making as many mistakes. So, you know, that's a, that's going to be an oil check. That's going to be the first really big test of the DeAndre Warriors in the uh, in the Josh Ladner era. And so, I, what I got to say is this: we got to clean up the mistakes we made tonight. Too many. Uh, we had a few holding penalties. The personal fouls. The personal fouls. You cannot have them. Uh, they they could have really cost us tonight. I, we had a speed edge tonight that I don't look for us to have against Laurel. They're generally a team that can play. They're pretty fast. Um, and so, so that's going to be a, uh, a tougher thing for us. I think it's going to be hard for us to run the uh, run the football against a team with with uh, SEC commitments. Yeah. That, that's that's going to be tough. It's going to be a very athletic squad. Yeah, that's that's, that's going to be a I do not look for it to be 41 to 14. I don't look for us to score 41 points against them. I think um, I think for the Iowa to win, I think we have to establish ball control. Defense has got to come ready uh, with a uh, a hat and uh, and your work book work boots laced up. Your your lunch pail, you know, it's got to be that workman's mentality. You know, almost like an offshore oil worker. Blue collar. Yeah, man, you got to be ready to bring it and, uh, and and get there and play against somebody else who's got that same mentality, wants it just as bad as you do. And maybe a better athlete, or at least in your caliber athlete. So it, it's going to be tough, man. You, you do not just play Laurel and get an easy win. But my God, guys, y'all, we we've played Jeff Davis County, we've played Wayne County, we've played Picayune. Um, we have not played easy teams these last couple years in in our non-conference play. So. That's one of the best things you can say about these kids is that they're used to playing against those teams. They don't shy away from them. They played more in Central last year. In the playoffs, yeah. Yeah, yeah you get to see a few different uh, teams on the schedule that you don't normally see. Uh, and Laurel is sixth all-time in wins. Yeah, they're, they're one of those big they, They've won a few. They've won a few. They won the, the old Big 8 conference back in the day. I mean, they're, according to this website, their first season was in 1908. Yes. So the Golden Tornadoes will be heading to Warriors Stadium next Friday night. Uh, y'all make sure to check out our sponsors for the Diarville uh, Warriors post-game show. Uh, Quay Brothers, Dane's Liquor and Wine, High Tide Plumbing, Sweatman Security, and Mississippi Coast Auto Brokers. Uh, those guys helped us out, so we'd like y'all to go out and help them out. Uh, it's been a great night here at Warriors Stadium. Like I said, final score, 41-14. Over the Rocket Charles from St. Stanislaus. Uh, on behalf of my cohorts here, Kevin Roberts and Matt Black, we appreciate it. And thank you guys. We'll catch up with you next week.